in the nature of problems lies that they have to be perceived as problems. If you don't perceive anything like a problem, they won't become one. You're listening to Caspian with a riff on problems. problem is most often uh, an obstacle or a dent in the road. It's something that stands in the way of where you want to be and where you are at the moment. It could be everything from an actual physical obstacle, like a table standing in your way, or it can be a very untangible one, like you not having enough money to buy something or you not being able to think clearly when you need to. The nature of a problem is that you perceive it as one. In order for something to be a problem, you need to see it as an obstacle. You need to see it as something standing in your way, as something in the midst of where you are and where you want to be. Therefore, problems can often be altered or changed simply by changing the direction of your course or your perception of the obstacle. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I had a friend calling me a couple of weeks ago with a problem. She had to make a decision where she's in university right now and her problem was that she didn't know which year she was going to do first. She could change around so she could do her fourth year before her third year. The problem, as she stated it, was that in the fourth year she'd have a lot more time and she'd be much more well off emotionally, with stress levels, with anxiety and with her social life. She would feel a lot better during the fourth year before the third year. What we got to talk about was her perception of the problem, which was she only saw these two ways and she saw an obstacle in both of them. And so I asked her what what the obstacle really is. And, And she basically restated what she'd already been talking about. And one way to to move the obstacles or move the whole way you're going, your whole train of thoughts is to simply move the target. So I asked her, what is your target? What is it that you want to accomplish with doing these years? What is it you want to accomplish with your decision? And she restated the problem as, I want to be happy and I want to feel well. I want to be healthy. I want to get my stress levels back at a minimum. And I want to be mentally prepared to do the tougher third year. And then I asked her, well, which, in which scenario will you achieve that? And she simply stated the fourth year. Then I asked her, is there any other possible solution to this problem? Is there any possible way is, that you can choose 
in which you'll feel good about yourself, in which you'll be able to prioritize your physical health in, in a way that you can prioritize your mental health. And she didn't quite understand my reasoning, so, so I gave her an example of, well, what if you were to drop out for a year or two, take a job? What if you were to drop out and focus on the projects that you already have that could potentially generate money if you put some effort into them? What if you went completely crazy and, and went back to Brazil to surf for a half a year? What if you did something completely different than the roads that you've already singled out before you, not during the third or fourth year right now? And she started thinking for a while and, and then she just said, I'll have to think about this, but I've never thought about it that, that way. When looking at problems, we need to really break down what the problem is to understand it. We need to break it down to the simple core of the problem. What is the obstacle standing in our way and what's our goal on the other side? When you do that, you get a clear definition of your problem and you get a clear definition of your goal. And then you can open doors into possible solutions. I recently read a book with Winnie the Pooh. Um, it's on Winnie the Pooh on management and Winnie the Pooh on problem solving. And the author in dialogue with Winnie the Pooh and, and the different characters with, within the Winnie the Pooh universe stated a mental model or a method to solve problems. And the most important part of that method, it's called the solve metal method, the most important part of that method is to define the problem. In the next step, when you've defined your problem, what you, when you've defined your obstacle and where you want to go, you can start brainstorming on different solutions to the problem. For example, just going the completely different way. For example, going to Brazil and surfing. That's why perception is key to the problem. You need to perceive the problem as it is. You need to take a really good look defining the problem to see the underlying layers to it. My friend's problem wasn't that she didn't know what year she was going to take at university. Her problem was really prioritizing her mental and physical health. It was aligning her actions with her values and living a life that she thought worth living, taking care of herself. There is a different aspect to perceiving problems, and that's going completely blank on the problem. And I have a friend that I often call when I have something that, that I perceive as a problem, that I perceive as a major problem. When, when I feel like I'm locked down in my decision making or in my problem solving, I call him up and, and I describe it to him. And what he usually says is, what if this wasn't a problem? What would happen then? What if this simply is? Whatever obstacle you're seeing, what if it's not an obstacle anymore? What if it just is? What would happen then? 
What happens when he asks that question is that I start perceiving whatever problem I had as something completely different. I start perceiving it as something that, that just is in the world with me. I'll, I'll bring you an example. I was waiting for the bus the other day and the screens on, on which it says which bus is which on each one of them was broken on, on quite several buses that day. And so some of the drivers didn't solve that at all. They they just went blank and they had to tell every person walking on the bus which number of the bus it was, which line it was. One bus driver had taped the numbers of his bus on the front window. It was a great solution to to the problem. The only issue with it was that he taped the two the wrong or the five the wrong way. So instead of saying number 35, it said number 32. That could be a problem to, to most people, and it could be a problem to me, but I wasn't taking that bus. I just saw it as something that is in the world and that is going to have to be dealt with by the people who are going by the bus. And even by those, it doesn't have to be a problem because number 32 didn't stop at that bus stop. It had to be number 35. That was the only 30-ish bus that was leaving that bus stop. There is always another perspective that you can take on your problem, on whatever obstacle you're facing. The key takeaway from this little rant or this little riff is that I want you to, when you're facing a problem, really try, try to dig into what the problem is. Start thinking about what the problem could be, what different ways you could take in order for it not to be a problem. Or just simply ask yourself, what if it wasn't a problem anymore? What if whatever you're looking at, whatever obstacle is in your way, wasn't a problem anymore? What if it just was? Thanks for listening. See you next week. If you have any questions on what I've talked about today, please send them to me on either Facebook or Instagram, and I'll try to answer them in the next episode of this podcast. This is thought to be a divided podcast into two parts. In the first one, I'm going to riff on something, and the second one, I'm going to try to answer some questions. So please send them to me. Until next time, take care.